Hello again. Hello from our hay fever puffy faces. Oh my God, I'm sorry, but you look like Miss Piggy. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. The soles of the snow are my eyes. Oh, are your eyes? Yeah, no, just a bit puffy. They're hay making next door, and of course that made it even worse. And then they were strimming, so um, yeah. So I'm, so I'm not. I don't have a cold. It's just hay fever. But I was going to say you're looking a little puffy as well. Yeah, I, I. It's funny. I mean, I went through years with no hay fever, and then last year, this year. And it's actually, I think the trouble is this year, because my eyes are still sensitive because the cataract operations, it just is exacerbated a, yes. a bit and your eyes just feel really, really sore. So yes, it's a... Uh... But apart from that, we're fighting oh, yeah. it, aren't we? <laughs> Otherwise it's going to turn into hypochondriac's corner. <laughs> so, and you are just back from Gran Canaria. I am indeed. So how was the Hollywood? It was, it was lovely. I read two books. Um, Good books? Yeah, really good, actually. Really good. Uh, Mini Driver's uh, biography. Oh, right. Loved it. Okay. Loved it. The actress. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's also a singer as well, isn't she? Oh, yes, she is. Yeah. Because actually, when Izzy saw it, she said, wasn't she a singer? So Izzy knows her as a singer, whereas I know her as an actress. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lovely. Really, really nice. Because, um, of course, she's, I didn't realise she was English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to school in England. Yes. Hampshire. Yes. And just, no, just... Because the breakthrough role was what? Cir the Maeve Binchy film, wasn't it? Circle of Friends or whatever. Yeah, yes. That was uh, a breakthrough yeah, thing. Yes. Um, but no, just starting... I mean, so that was a lovely book. Um, and then another spy one for my book club, which uh, Slow slow Horses, and, it, and there's actually a series of them, okay. thrillers, so I might quite enjoy that. But it's just such a luxury to be able to lie on a sunbed and read. Yeah. The sea was amazing. Swam, you know, three or four times a day. Even swam when I didn't need a wee. <laughs> I thought that, that was shot, That you. caught me off guard. <laughs> what, you're telling me you never wee in the sea? Never. Never? No. Really? No, of course I have. Of course you do, exactly. Of course I have. Of course you do. <laughs> God, look at your prudish there. <laughs> prudish um, white thighs. Yes. <laughs> but no, um, I just, I'm not a big fan of the Canaries. It is a rock in the yeah. middle of the ocean. Fabulous Wi-Fi. I mean, considering, you know, something, a great mobile coverage, but it's just not. There's not enough to hold my in. I can see for families with small children, great Absolutely. fun. Yeah. But actually, it's too hot. For that, yeah, um, I was covered in factor thirty, factor fifty on my face, and spent the whole time under an umbrella. But you still managed to get a fabulous time. Yes, yes, but no, it's yes. I won't be hurrying back. Okay. Anyway, more to the point, yes. probably much more interesting. You also were at the in the Silly Isles. Yes. How long ago was that? So that was um, about three, three, four weeks ago. I really I do I have a lot of catching up. I know, as we said last week. Yeah. Um, so we were very, very fortunate. We were invited by some friends who um, had rented a house on the City Isles um, if we wanted to go for sort of four And she'd days. spent a lot of time there as a child, yes. didn't she? Yes, yes. So, Helps so, if you really know an area, doesn't it? We were like, you know what? I've never been to the city arts. And I have to say, one of the things I love that has come out of the pandemic, certainly for Stephen and I, we're rediscovering the UK. Yeah. You know, we've been so fortunate about places that we've gone and where we've been able to travel and been on holiday in our lives. But to look at what's closer to home, is fantastic. So we had this opportunity to go to the Silly Isles. Now, if you don't know where the Silly Isles are, you can go down to Cornwall and the very, very south tip of Cornwall. The Silly Isles, a little group of islands just off there. Um, it's about a sort of a 
50, well, you can either go by helicopter or plane. We got the helicopter, it's a 15 minute helicopter ride. But because of its location, it's in the Gulf Stream. So it has a very, very mild climate compared to a lot well, of like the Channel rest Islands. Of, the, of the UK. So as I said, we've never been, and we were staying on this island. I think there's about eight islands that are inhabitable and people live on. And then there's like, you know, there's, I think there's about 50 other sort of tiny little islands. We get, you get the helicopter over and it, this uh, Tresco is basically run by one family who have a long-term lease on the island, put huge investment into it. So all the houses there of all different sizes and shapes and styles and everything are all available to, to rent. No cars on the, on the island. You hire a bike and you bike everywhere. It was <laughs> fabulous. Heavenly. Good it, restaurants as well, isn't there? Good yes, food. there's oh, so there's only I mean there's a pub there which has just been revamped with a nice restaurant. There's there's about three or four restaurants, um, all really, really good. And then we also went over to Briar, which is the neighbouring island, and we went to a place there called the Crab Shack, which literally is a shack by one of the hotels there, which the hotel runs, that you have to be there, you know, you have to be there at six, that's where you have to start eating because you've got to leave at eight to get the ferry back to your, your island. And all you can have is crab, that's it. It was fabulous, really but fabulous. But quite expensive, aren't they, because of <coughs> the fact they have to ferry everything over to the island. Um, it, it is more expensive when you're there. I mean, if you go to the, to the sort of the supermarket there and everything, which obviously you have to do, it is definitely more expensive. But I wouldn't, I honestly didn't think the, the, the restaurant, the, certainly the crab shop wasn't expensive, I didn't think. You know, and it's locally caught fresh crab. It, and we were so lucky. The weather was fabulous. It did rain the day we came home, but the rest of the time. I mean, some of the pictures that I saw that you posted. Well, there's this amazing place called the um, Abbey Gardens. Oh, yes. I mean, stunning, absolutely stunning gardens. And, it, and there's so many succulents because of the climate. Yeah. It's just, you, there's a load of plants that you would never see anywhere else yeah. just so they can. They but can it's things, that. I mean, it's like in the Channel Islands, you know, they'll have an agapanthus, but because they don't get a frost, you know, the agapanthus yes. are five foot high, five foot wide and huge, whereas ours never get that big because they get knocked back yeah. every winter. Um, oh, and, and then one day what was lovely was going to be four times a year they have the, a really low tide and you can walk then from Tresco to Brea or the, or the other way. Yeah, lovely. Which is the only time of year you can actually do that. So it happened when we were there. So we got up and went and did that. And it was just, I mean, it was a clear blue sky and, you know. Crystal the water, sea. Water was a little cold. but um, Did you swim? Was, I tried. Did anyone else swim? Yes. So What we, do you mean by you tried? I got up to my knees. Oh, you put your trunks on? Yeah. I think the trouble knees. is when you have to walk in slowly, it's actually much more painful and difficult than if you could just jump in. But other people managed to they? Well, Judith and um, Louise did, but they're they're experienced wild girls. Oh, okay. Um, okay. They do get they do go swimming, yeah. and you know that's. I, I did they say it was cold? Yes, but they're used to it. Okay. Don't show me up. No, 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 I'm just... It was freezing. Just, it was freezing. But as I say, you know, I've been, I've jumped in the Arctic, but that was, you just jump in, you walk tentatively um, in. And then what did you do once you jumped in the Arctic? Jumped out again. <laughs> Swore a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was in for about three seconds and jumped out again, so I highly recommend it. I think it's really worth 
looking at it, exploring. Um, and it was, it, it, I, I thought it'd be a bit of when we drove down to Land's End. And I loved um, that take. Well, me. actually, it wasn't too bad. I mean, look, we were out of season, thank goodness. But uh, I think it took us about three and a half hours to yeah. drive down. We didn't get back until eight o'clock at night. And land at, so then the drive back was really yeah. easy. But you can fly from Exeter, can't you? You can actually flying from Exeter was quite expensive, yeah, compared to the helicopter driving down and getting the helicopter. But you know, you now you need to weigh okay, the petrol and the parking and all the rest of it and weigh that up, yeah. But I would recommend it as a place to to have a look, you know. And again, it's also what you want from your holidays these days. I mean, we just loved going walking and biking around and exploring the countryside I think, in a way that I probably didn't in the past. Do you know? And I think this was my feeling on. The Canaries going, and I said, I think Richard, we've changed what we actually want from a holiday. Yeah. Yes, you want to relax, but you actually want a little bit of interest. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you go away, the whole excitement of going to a foreign market and buying lovely fresh fruit and vegetable and actually preparing a simple lunch is nicer than having a beach, you know, sardines in a beach yes. restaurant sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But maybe it's just because we're getting older. So the Silly Isles was lovely, but you have been talking about flowers and how lovely they were there. You've seen some spectacular flowers, I suspect, um, at the Newt. Oh, which... yes, the Newt in Bruton, Somerset. Yes. I went for a day out with, uh, with a friend, both of our dear friend, both of ours, uh, Louise, and we took our mothers. So her lovely mother, Bobbin, who's sadly recently been widowed. Yeah. And my mum. Toto. Um, Toto, who you all have met before yes. on here. Um, and of course, because mum and uh, Bobbin, they lived practically in the same village together. So oh, they right, knew people okay. in common. Um, mum's always wanted to go. Um, and Louise wanted a little bit of support and help with her mum. Yeah. Um, and it was the most fabulous day. It was such a success. So can you just explain a bit more about, because I know the Newt sponsored... Chelsea Flower Show yeah, this year. Yeah. But what exactly is the Newt? It's a bespoke boutique hotel um, that have remodelled their grounds. And if you're a member, you can go around and around the gardens anytime. But if you're a member of the RHS, you can go on a Tuesday for free entry. Okay. Um, I should have done my homework a bit more about how many acres, but they are, it's a brand new big garden that has been laid out and again I should have done my home up, homework and found out who the designers were but it's all laid out into different sort of areas different rooms beautiful absolutely beautiful money no object interesting planting and I think in 10 years time once it's settled down into the landscape around it because it's in this sort of big bowl okay and you can see the land but it it just needs to weather and settle down even though they've been very good with the, the products and the stone walls and all the different textures and the planting but the trees need to mature yes of course you know yeah. it's got that new very neat yeah. garden look but i mean this everybody you come across whether it's in the gift shop in the delicatessen in the restaurant so helpful so helpful they employ 500 people from the local area good lord above i mean it's huge Absolutely huge. And how big is the hotel? It's it's not. I, it's, it's not a big it's, hotel. It's a boutique hotel. It's a boutique it? hotel, yes. and then I think they have uh, other sort of lodges or other places that you can stay. Okay. But you do have to. The it's the uh, I think it's called the garden restaurant, which is sort of set up in the trees. 
vegetarian and then you actually have meat as a side dish. Okay. Um, delicious, really. And, you know, it's a treat meal, um, but it's not ridiculous money, but it's you don't feel that it's too extravagant for a lunch because you're not going to be drinking. And they give you some of their cider to sample because they produce cider on the estate. I mean, it is well worth going. to um, lovely. It, is it a garden that's been restored or do you know if it was a garden before? I think it's it was probably a garden before with a house, but it has just been it's just been completely completely done, and they've renovated the barn, you know, copied the original barn that was there, and of course that was an exact copy of what it looked like, okay. but it's brand new. I mean, it did, and I don't mean this to sound rude. I don't know if you've ever been to Disneyland and they have those different worlds of you know you might be in France one minute or and you might be then in Norway right. one minute. It looked too perfect because it was too clean and new looking but that's only the, but it with weather it will mature yeah down but it was lovely really was it, beautiful was it busy? no not really because it's big enough okay bigger it's big enough that you can you know get sort of lost um and the mothers really enjoyed it and um, how was because although so was accessibility good because I yeah know well Bobby is, is a bit more restricted on what she's yeah she need you needed a wheelchair yeah. sometimes not always because she did quite a lot of walking um, and my, of course, my mother's 80 um, and she needed, she had her walking poles, so she was fine. I mean, there was one steep bit of the garden that it took both Lou and me to push Bobby. <laughs> <Right, okay. laughs> like, Don't let go, don't yeah. let go. Um, but no, it was, you know, it was exhausting because there was so much to take in. And of course, we were chatting so much. Um, but no, it was just, it was a great success. And I will definitely go again. Oh, brilliant. Um, and I think it's something that's actually quite a nice thing to go, you know. Well, then, Mother's and what's it's, it's about an hour, isn't it? Uh, about an hour and a half from Dorchester. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, I must do it with Stephen. Yeah. I know, and I, Lou has mentioned it as well. Yeah. And several people have said. Yeah. Um, I did. I did look when the, uh, I think as we came out of lockdown, I was looking at maybe sort of seeing if we could go for away, away for a weekend. I did look at the new. <laughs> so expensive. It's, I mean, the hotel is ridiculous. It is. Um, and actually, I was talking to an, another friend who stayed at uh, Babington House. Yeah. Um, which is another very lovely, lovely hotel. And they said that the new is just way puts wow. the service and everything. It's completely, wow. you know, whereas sort of Babington House is a bit shabby chic. Yes. This is just. Well, and that's owned by Soho. Yeah. Soho yeah, yeah. This as well, is just. Because I think the newt is South, South African owners. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, but just the fact that they, you know, whether you agree with what they're doing or they're not, doing the fact that they you know it's employment to 500 people yeah. and they're and investing in investing they have this wonderful thing called the byzantium which is like a museum to bees and they've had a live hive so you can see oh, it wow. coming and going and then they're not selling the honey because they're getting the hives to establish but it was just all the facts about how many miles kilometers a bee will travel for a 12th of a teaspoon that's all a bee will make in its lifetime is a 12th of a teaspoon of honey one bee Really? Yeah. So you think when you're, you know, gaily squirting tea into your uh, honey into your herbal tea or whatever a sweetener, that it, one twelfth of a teaspoon is a bee's lifetime, and something like seventy thousand flowers. Let it never be said that you don't learn anything by listening to our podcast. <laughs> Now, not only have you been to the Newt with Toto, it's also been a very special 
time for Toto as well, hasn't it? Yeah, she had a big birthday beginning of May. It was uh, the 50th. <laughs> yeah. No, 80th. 80th. She looks, uh, I mean, she looks amazing. She does look amazing. Amazing. And she is. I mean, she's amazing. I mean, she's astounding at what she does and what knowledge and what she doesn't know and just she's just a fount of all knowledge you ask her something i was talking about getting my website redone or something she goes oh you should ask you know louise and such and such i'm like how do you know that but because she's so interested in people she remembers stuff she might not remember what i'm called but she can remember <laughs> the stuff well you've heard that story haven't you no she introduced me at a party as her daughter claire <laughs> She doesn't have a daughter, Claire. <laughs> How old were you? 21, 22. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know. It was very funny. <laughs> I mean, we all, still, obviously, we remember, laugh about it a lot. <laughs> um, so what did, what did you do? Well, because we're such a huge age range from 18 months to 80, and mum has 10 grandchildren, uh, ranging from sort of 30 to 18 months. Um, we And we wanted it to be, so obviously it had to fit, tick a lot of boxes to keep everybody happy. Wanted it to be a little bit of an adventure for the younger children. Um, there had been thought about going to France. I mean, we actually booked this all during COVID, the first lockdown. Um, so it was two years in the planning. And then sister-in-law Sophie stumbled across the garlic farm in the Isle of Wight. And they did have cottages and they also had these luxury yurts. So we had thought at first, okay, we can put mum and Kit in one of the cottages and we'll have the yurts. Then we, there were five yurts and there were five family units. So we decided we would hire these yurts. So you went camping? So we went, but it was glamping. <laughs> these yurts had log burners, ensuite showers, self-contained little kitchens, they had thought of everything wow. and all the products were as local to the Isle of Wight as possible. So there was Isle of Wight milk. Um, there was a, a local tea company that obviously imports tea. So it was Isle of Wight tea. Um, and just the attention to detail was incredible. Outside each year was a fire pit and your own Weber barbecue. Then in the communal area, there was a big log burner in the sort of kitchen area and you could have the flaps down if it got chilly. Right. Could have sat 22 at the table. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they had another, they had a pizza oven. They had a huge, great big gas Weber barbecue if you wanted to do that. And of course I took flowers because that's my nature. Um, and so as we were sort of setting up and I was putting, you know, the flowers on the table, I said, oh, typical, you know, there's no vase. Look up and there's a vase, you know. They had thought of everything. Then I was, we were uh, measuring uh, liquid for rice. I thought, oh, there's no measuring jug. No, because you could have used the saucepan because there was a measuring thing on the saucepan. I mean, there was nothing that you didn't need or that they didn't provide. Wow, that's brilliant. I mean, it, just the garlic farm was just incredible. A couple of the uh, yurts had hot tubs, wood-fired hot tubs. So, of course, the children were in those all the time, coming out like <laughs> boiled lobsters. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were too hot, we were having to take the covers off. It was just lovely. And did you did you take responsibility for your own meals, or did you agree, okay, somebody's going to cook one night, somebody's going to um, cook the next night? What did you... Matthew and uh, one of my little sisters, uh, they did breakfast for one morning for mum and Kit and the other morning because they were the oldest of the two batches. Uh, Richard and myself took responsibility for supper on the Friday night when we arrived. 
Um, but we'd actually pre-prepared a lot of stuff. And we did just a huge paella because it's quite child-friendly oh, nice. yeah. as well. Um, and we've got a huge pan and a special burner and stuff. So that always works well. And it's quite a celebration dish. Um, and then we'd all made salads to contribute for the meal following. Uh, and then everyone bought a bit of meat to barbecue, but with a bit extra for mum and Kit. But of course, we're, we're such a greedy family. There was masses. Um, and then everybody can taste a little bit of everything. So that worked really well. And then there was cake and lots of champagne. In fact, on the Saturday night, mum had gone off to bed at about midnight. Um, and she had to come and tell us off because we were dancing on the tables. <laughs> so just like the old days yeah, then. And she used <laughs> and she used my stepfather as an excuse to try and get to sleep. And I knew it wasn't him because he loves people partying. I said, Mum, you're being old. <laughs> she said, no, no, I'm just so worried about the other people. And we were like, Mum... They wouldn't have provided these big speakers with volume if they didn't want you to have fun. You know, they wouldn't provide that. Yeah. She went, oh, okay. But no, I think she was quite, it was so funny because she peered around the corner and there's me and my brother on the table dancing. <laughs> so no, it was quite fun. Excellent. And she enjoyed it. She loved it. She loved it. Well, it was a surprise. Uh, we went, we told her on the Tuesday and we went on the Friday because we wanted, we told her to keep the weekend clear. But we just wanted her to have something a bit different. Yeah. And of course, she's, you know, she loved telling all her friends because people kept saying, what are you doing for your 80s? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And lovely to have all the family. Yeah. Well. Sadly, a lot of the, the um, my uh, niece, Claudia, she couldn't make it from America. And then my both the boys had finals and Izzy had exams. So my three couldn't come, which right. was a shame. But um, Oscar and Henry, um, my brother's two boys, they were there. And then all the other littlies. But they were brilliant. And of course, Oscar and Henry, they were brilliant with the younger children who were following them around, yeah, you know, yeah, hero yeah. Yes, worship. Yes. So hopefully everybody had a really good time. Fantastic. Um, but no, it was just, it was lovely. It was very special. Good. I know there was quite a lot of planning that went into it. So. Yes. Well, it's just, you want it to be perfect. And, I, and she, mum is such a doer. You know, she couldn't accept the fact that she didn't have to cook anything or bring anything. You know, it's like, no, mum, you know, it's your birthday. Everything's linking together well this episode because Toto was on the podcast a few weeks ago because she had been to uh, meet with Tori True and go on her cooking course from for chili and mint. And then since then, both of us independently have met with Tori and done one of her cooking classes. You had, I think, as we mentioned last week, in your house, house and you also did a wreath making course in the afternoon and then I was in London and went um, and went to meet with Tori at her house to do her cooking course so how did you find it um well I loved it and it was actually it was fresh flowers in the afternoon not reefs but I'll forgive you for that okay um no it was lovely <laughs> no, when you say fresh flowers what's that supposed to mean then we didn't do reefs at Christmas Okay. We did oh, yeah. made up bunches of fresh flowers. Oh, bouquets. Because bouquets, bunches of flowers, oh. hand-tied bunches. Okay. Because reefs are dried, dead stuff. Oh, right. I apologise. No, that's all right. That's all right. I forgive you. Thank you. Um, but no, Tori came um, early, bright and early, and set up, and there were eight of us that cooked. Actually, I think I made up the ninth, but I was just... You kind of need an extra person around to wash up and yeah. get... I mean, she brought everything, absolutely everything, 
Um, but there are, you know, you can clear stuff away and get stuff out, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and keep on top of it. And I needed to set up for the flowers, pre-laid the table, so that was all sort of pretty and stuff. But no, it was just she is such a good teacher, and she knows her stuff, yes, so much. But what I It's not my tummy. Sorry, that's the dog. Uh, but what I desperately want, and you must get it when you, because you bought one when you went on your course, are the little tins that you can put all yes. your spices they're totally, in. They're totally talked about, and you will yes. explain more yes. about it because it does make such a difference. Yes. Um, but I mean, Tori is just the most fabulous cook, and I know we keep going on about it because I did the Zoom cookery course back in um, lockdown, but she really knows what she's talking about, and the recipes are so simple and straightforward and she's got a great way of explaining in the book of how you can do them and an alternative if you haven't got it or yes. this doesn't actually really matter and it's and they're not the heavy kind of curries that you associate with indian takeaways and you know thick with oil or heavy with cream i mean they are just i mean you did one at the weekend didn't you it was delicious and i did um, yeah. and i did one of her recipes on monday night you know tired back from holiday but thought, oh well, I really fancy, you know, something with a bit of bit of flavour, but not not socks off hot. Just yeah, no, she's well, you loved it, didn't you? Oh, I I absolutely. So did. how I, many? I adored her. Yes, <laughs> I, it was just the most fabulous day. It or... gives you such a not that you need confidence in cooking, but it gives you such a burst of well, enthusiasm. For yes, because I mean, you you I mean, we're both very confident cooks, but I'm I'm not confident with Indian. I don't really know Indian food. I'm late to it in some respects, as I didn't used to really like spice or heat and everything, and I'm really starting to enjoy that more. I, I, it's it's like dolls. I really like dal, but I don't know what to do with a dal. I don't. You know. just didn't understand lent when I was talking about lentils. We've discussed this yes. before. You just you're kind of like what? yeah. I'm just like yeah. Oh. And I've made dal, but then it's like, well, what do you do with it? What do you serve it with and everything? So I, I, I just wasn't that confident. And I do think, actually, especially some of the Indian recipes, you look at them, they look very long because there's a lot of spices. But once you've got your spices sorted... In your little tin. In your tin, so which is great because you've got them all in one place. So I've got all my Indian spices now in my little tin. And Toto was right. What I loved and why I wanted to go and do the, the one in the, the her course in London rather than join you at, at your house was I wanted to do the, the shopping party yes. first. Yes. Um, so she lives near Tooting. Um, and Tooting has got some fabulous Indian and Middle Eastern supermarkets and food shops. And, and, and so she took us around several of them. It was brilliant, such good value. What you can pick up there and what you can get, and considering, you know, a lot of this is being flown in because mm. it's, it's, you know, it's not indigenous to here. Brilliant, and all, the, and all the fresh herbs and everything, so so cheap. But also, she took us round and explained what all the lentils were, what the different types of lentils were, why why you were choosing one over another, and then um, what you would do with some of them, and also some of those sort of the spices that she uses in her in her cooking, like dried fenugreek fenugreek leaves, which I had never heard of. Add an incredible flavour, and just explaining how to use certain things, and if you were if you didn't want that spice, you could use this one instead. And um, it was, I, I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. And then she would give you 
tips and tricks along the way. Yeah. And, you know, she, there was some fresh curry leaves and she was like, buy them, put them in the freezer, use them straight from the freezer. Chilies, you can just freeze them mm-hmm. and just use them straight mm-hmm. from the But also freezer. the garlic and ginger paste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, the times, but you know, even if you do Thai cooking or Chinese cooking, the times that you're chopping up yeah. garlic, why has no one ever told me that it comes mixed yeah. together? Yeah. And you can get it in, in most supermarkets. And you get it from the Indian supermarket. It's not expensive at yes, all. Yes, I need you to get me some at next time all. you go. So I, I loved it. And then, so we did that for about two hours. There was five of us. Where there was only five of us. Uh, and then we went to her house and cooked lunch. Cooked lunch. And it was it was great. And she she's very good. I thought she was really good at figuring out how comfortable you were doing different things. Do you know, that's what um, Lou said, because, you know, one of the girls, uh, Judith, I mean, she's a trained, she trained at Savoy. Yes. So, you know, we're talking, she knows what you're talking, you know, talking about. And then, of course, you've got a lot of experience as well. And I had, you know, various amounts of training. But Lou is just a home cook. Yeah. And she said she was so good. Yes. And I think because Lou, from a teaching background, is probably used to, you know, you recognise people's strengths and what they're good at. And obviously, Tori's got that knack as well. Yeah. So I was re- I was really impressed at, at you know how she dealt with everybody and made sure you were all involved. And then we just did some fabulous and fabulous recipes. I mean, the curry that we did, um, which is uh, which is in her book, uh, which is called Chili and Mint, and I really really recommend you get the book. It's amazing. Um, was chicken meti malay, which was this gorgeous curry, and it wasn't. It, it, this used dried fenugreek leaves, uh, and there was yogurt and cream, and um, it was just delicious. But what I didn't realise is, you know, at a typical Indian meal, you'd have that and a dal, and you'd always have a dal and a uh, pickle and chutneys, and you know, you just had the and then maybe three or four curries, and so there's a lot of a variety. And the dal was de- was absolutely delicious. Um, and I've, in fact, I've made that twice since yeah. I've been back. Because actually, you can have dal left over with sort of sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as an accompaniment. Yes. It doesn't yes. have to be. You don't have to think of it as always eating it with a curry. Well, and of course, and of course the good thing is, I and mean, I think it's, I realise it's true with a curry and with the dal, you know, you can make it and it will keep easily for three days and actually the flavour intensifies yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's almost, um, it's almost better. And, the, and then the other thing, we made these lentil fritters. They were so lovely. Were they? Yeah. Easy to make? Yeah, really easy to make and absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. She has a really lovely way about her and explaining things and talking through the shortcuts. And you're doing this in her own kitchen. I mean, it's her, it's her house. So it all felt really, really relaxed yeah. and comfortable. Yeah. Um, and she has a great way of putting you at ease. And it, it was fabulous. Yeah. No, I it's, it. um, as you can tell, we're fans of Tori, aren't yes. we? <laughs> and it's, and you know, and I think Stephen now is like, I said, good job you like Indian because you're going to get a lot more yes. of it now. Yeah. Because, and I really enjoy, really enjoy cooking it. So it's um, it was a big, big success, and she's agreed to come on the podcast. So, oh, that's in, exciting! Yeah, so she'll join us in a few weeks. My word, we've covered a lot. Well, we haven't quite finished. Oh, have we not? No, because this week is British Flowers Week. Is it really? It is. So, well, you should try and use British flowers where you can, but just if you are buying flowers this week, see if they're British. <laughs> 
Um, and of course, it's a wonderful time of year because the gardens are bursting, absolutely bursting with colour. I mean, it's you're, scary. Your garden looks amazing. You go away for two days and you come back. My herb garden, I mean, you have never seen such a mess in all your life. It is ridiculous. And the trouble is everything's going, um, what do they call it? To seed. Uh, yeah. Bolting. Bolting. So I need to sort all that all that out. But the weather's been quite up and down, hasn't it? And you it don't... has, but the, the good thing is there has been quite a lot of rain, but there's also been a lot of sun. I mean, it is amazing. You do go away for two days and the difference when you get back yeah. is... I mean, you can almost incredible. see it growing. Yes, yes. But I mean, then it's time of year. Oh, are we sure? Did I say we sure? We've shown the sheep this week as well. Oh. I think I put something on stories. So they're all looking around, looking a bit naked. Um, so that was, so they're feeling better just in time for this hot weather as well. You don't well. shear the lambs as well, do you? No, no, no just no, no, no. the last year's lambs because right. they've got a big yes. fleece. Yeah. Yeah. So no, they, they, they all look a bit embarrassed. And is there any value to their fleeces these days? Um, yes, I sell them for spinners. So actually that's another job I've got to do is I put it on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Not Instagram. What's the other one? eBay. eBay, Facebook, and people do buy them. Okay. And I've got a couple of repeat customers that come back for them as well. It just about covers the cost of the sharing. Mm. Gosh, there's not much no. huge amount no. of value. But in. they are looking into other ways that fleeces can be used. Yeah. Um, and I think because we are now all looking at things that are more sustainable, that they will, it will have a, wool will have a resurgence. Yes. Because, you know, natural fibres are just much nicer well, than man-made. No, absolutely. And a wool jumper keeps you warm. A fleece doesn't keep you as warm as a wool jumper. And a cotton t-shirt is much cooler than a polyester. So, yeah, so I'm busy this week weeding and, and promoting. <laughs> yes, there's and a selling. lot of weeding. Um, and I noticed there's a lot of glass cut, uh, glass, grass cutting going on with Stephen as well. Yeah, which is probably why we're all yeah. looking so puffy from our hay feed. <laughs> yes. Oh, and hay making. Oh, and then the other thing is 100th anniversary of Argo. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. This month or? Uh, I think it was, it's it's literally been in the cast cup couple of days. Oh, okay. Um, the actual, so yes, it's this month. Oh, basically. lovely. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more. Yes. Next, I don't next think week. we've ever discussed the history of ours. I don't think I, we have. We can do that. Ooh. Gosh, 55 episodes in, maybe it's about time <laughs> we did. <laughs> well, we're just organised, aren't we? Oh, yes, so organised. And we'll be returning to more of our traditional structure moving forward now that we've caught up on all our activity over the last few weeks. And we're going to be looking at some new cookbooks, including three acid texture contrast by Celine Kiersin, which is fabulous. I'm telling you now, Angela Hartnett's new um, book, The Weekend Cook, and then also Eleanor Ford's The Nutmeg Trail are all going to be coming up over the next few weeks. And I have a couple as well. Yes. So listen out for those. And as ever, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Voyager and My Arga. You can email us at Voyager and My Arga at gmail.com. I'm hoping that we will be joined next week by our cocktail specialist. Oh, cocktail of the month. Yes, uh, Mr. Dunk. And so I'm sure you'll be looking forward to hearing from him again. And until then, we will speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye.